This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you can Hey, Equity Mates. We're excited to be bringing you the latest episode of Buy or Sell with Adam Kiley. A quick reminder before we get started, whilst we are licensed, we're not aware of your personal financial circumstances. This show is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Any advice is general advice. Make sure you're doing your own research. We want to hear if you're enjoying these episodes, if uh, we should be making more of them with Adam. So please send your feedback into contact at equitymates.com. We'd love to hear what you think. Buy it! Buy it now! Hold it! Hello and welcome or welcome back to a little place we call the No Holds Bar with me, Adam, host of Comedian vs. Economist podcast and widely regarded as one of the simplest minds in finance. Each week I'm joined by an actual expert though to educate me and hopefully you on how they're thinking about stocks and the stocks they're thinking about. It's rapid fire though, it's 20 minutes, 10 stocks, one choice, buy or sell. We will put our money where our mouth is though, we'll be tracking each stock on the Equitymates website so you can see how things pan out, good, bad or otherwise. But obviously we can't cover everything with two minutes per stock, uh, it's just a good place to start. You can continue the journey on the Equitymates website, there's plenty of reasons resources there you'll find the tracker for this show along with the find a company page where you can get more info on each of the companies today though i am thrilled to be joined by candace burke senior investment advisor at shore and partners and one half of the fantastic talk money to me podcast welcome candace thanks adam for having me i'm excited to be here excellent i'm excited to have you uh, before we get started, uh, we are coming, of course, to you from the No Holds Bar, the most stocked bar in the world, pun intended. Excellent. And I'd like to, I'd like to offer you a drink, Candice. Signature cocktail this week is a Harvey Wall Street banger. Uh, you can go with that or something of your own preference. What can I get for you? Is that half price? <laughs> two for one. So, two for one. Uh, Ooh, that's yeah, if, yeah, two for one, which means I get to drink free, which is. Uh, well, let's go I with think. that. Let's go with that. <laughs> one on the house, right? Love it. One on the house. Yeah, buy buy one take one. I think was the was the lingo in on a honeymoon in the Philippines for me. Um, that, <laughs> buy that one was take the, one. That was the language. Buy one take one. 
very good. Let's get stuck into it. We've got 10 stocks to get through, Candice, and we're gonna start with a bank, uh, the Bank of Queensland. Uh, where are we at with the Bock? Do people call it the Bock? I feel like people should call it the Bock. That is good. I'm going to take that on board now, the Bock. Look, as I'm sculling this delicious drink, I'm looking at the bottom of my glass and I'm thinking, is yeah. this the bottom for the Bock? <laughs> right. I think, I think we are close, Adam. So yep. for me, look, I think overall I'm going to start off with this one by saying I think there could be more downside to come. So I'm going to go with a sell straight off the bat for our listeners. Okay, sell. Yeah. All right. Excellent. So the Bok, you know, it is one of Australia's leading regional banks. It does have circa 95 billion of assets under management. Wish I had that, but here we are. We don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we wouldn't need need to do the buy one get no, one free deal exactly. so much if we had that kind of assets. I know exactly right <laughs> under management. And it has been around for for yonkers, right? Like dates back to the 1870s. And so, look for this one. I think overall the stock has been battered year to date. It's down about 19 percent. Has been a low of five dollars. I think it could get to the $5, maybe even flirt with the, uh, the high fours. It has been a rocky ride, but in particular for financials and banks, look, it wasn't a great result that they had recently in the month of October. Credit impairment charges were, were high, coming in at $67 million. That's a fancy word in finance for they're writing off their losses completely, so that's not good. Right. Okay. Retail yep. cash, NPAT, another fancy word for basically profit, how that's going. That's down 35% mainly due to the NIM, another fancy word we like to call net interest margin. Okay. So that was down. And then the home loan uh, lending business was down. Contractions there. Business cash was also down. The bank ROE, which is a really great, another um, acronym we like to look at for banks, but that was down. That's pretty much halved to about... 2%. Um, what is ROE? What does it Return of equity. So that's really important for shareholders in particular for financials, right? Because banks are known, particularly in Australia, to flush out and reward shareholders. So that's not that's not good. So overall, it's a sell for me because I think there's going to be more regulatory pressures, say that quick. <laughs> regulatory. After a few Harvey Wall Street exactly, bangers. Exactly. I'm feeling it. I'm yeah. feeling it. We're at the end of this class. <laughs> There'll definitely be some more pressure from APRA mm. and the like. So I think, yep. you know, if, if you're in this one and you might be up in cost base, well done you. Maybe think about steering clear in the future. All right. ASX BOQ currently at $5.49. That is a sell from you. I would not touch these stocks even with a 10-foot pole. Okay, next we have Treasury Wines Estate, ASX TWE, currently trading at $10.96. I do enjoy a nice red, Candice. Uh, I've got a couple of really nice bags of wine I'm saving for a special occasion. Did you say bags of wine? <laughs> As in a goon sack? Yes, yeah, just I've tuck, tucked a couple away. I think maybe an anniversary dinner or something, I'll bring those out, yeah. Wow, your wife is really in for a treat there. So Treasury wine's a little bit different to the typical goon sack days. <laughs> They're in the more luxury premium wines. Um, oh, yeah. And they, the reason why... They're fancy bottles. They're fancy bottles, yeah. They charge you north of like kind of 40 US to 200 typically Ooh, for a bottle. Ouch. For their premium. Mm. But the reason why I wanted to bring uh, Treasury Wine to your attention, Adam, is because super recently they announced 100% acquisition of DAOU Vineyards, which is one of the most premium luxury US uh, wine labels and vineyards. And the U.S. is one of the biggest consumers of wine. And the luxury premium wine uh, category itself in the U.S. is growing the fastest, a CAGR of about 7.5% over a five-year period. 
So really smart acquisition here. Um, the offer, it's interesting, it's being offered through uh, entitlement. So if you're a shareholder of Treasury One, you may have seen this news. You get, you're getting offered one for every 9.45, I think it is, per shares. So it's a discount of about uh, 11% or so of the acquisition of the company because they're getting in uh, at about $11.97. So let's call it $12 and change, Adam. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a shareholder, you can pick it up for $10.80, $10.80 in fact. So right. good discount. That's why it's, it's a buy kind of more if you're already a shareholder. What happens when we see these rights is obviously the valuation gets set when the announcement for the company came out. So it was trading around $12 and change and then it dropped to that level of, of basically this acquisition. So good opportunity to come in because it's one of the best wine premium luxury brands. Yes, it's in retail. So you've got to be cautious in the economy that we're in, but it's a major, major mammoth for the business. Um, Positive, just to finish on, is that the founders of the DOAU US luxury wine business, George and Daniel, they're staying on, which I like. I think any crisis too, you know, we, we need wine. We do. Cost of living crisis or not, we need wine. That's a, that's a given. All right, so that's a buy from you, $10.96. Buy, buy, buy. Okay, next up we're looking overseas. This is the first one we've had overseas, Candice. First uh, US stock we've had on the show. We're looking at Eli Lilly & Co, New York Stock Exchange, LLY, currently trading at $597.71. It sounds like such a sweet name, Eli Lilly & Co. I'm surprised that they're a pharmaceutical company. They seem more like they're suited to kids' toys and homewares. Or Like if you, if you told me that your bed sheets were made by Eli Lilly & Co, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. But no, they make drugs. Well, they do. They <laughs> manufacture, they are indeed, they touch really the whole supply chain for human and animal drugs, which not a lot of people know that. Oh, yeah. Um, EY Lilly, LLY is the code. Yes, it sounds expensive when you're buying in the US, mm. but I'm going to argue here that it is one of the best well-run healthcare giant companies in the world. Right. Um, they've been around for forever. And obviously with all the news coming out with the weight loss drug and GLLP1 market, the stock has run significantly. I think in the last three months, it's up about 13 odd percent and then year to date, it's double digits, about 60 odd percent last time I looked. Is that the is that the Azempic story that's pushing that up? Is that? Yeah, definitely. And then also, but, but it's also in diabetics and metabolic, it's right. in immunology, it's in neuroscience, it's in oncology. I think, yes, it's rallied a lot, but they notably are the key leaders in all those facilities and areas in the, the medical areas that I said. So I think, you know, what we've saw since kind of late August, it actually broke through its all-time high, I think around the 13th or so of, of October recently. Uh, and I think that could easily go back to an all-time high, even push through it. So it's it feels expensive, Adam, buying this company, just like CSL does and all the other major yeah, like, yeah. Johnson & Johnson. But stick with this one because when a blue chip, amazing quality business, um, you know, growing at the pace that it has does come on discount, it's a no-brainer to add. Okay, next up we are looking at Transurban Group, ASX, TCL, currently at $12.58. Candice, is Transurban finally ready to step out of the shadow of its big brother, Keith? <laughs> That's a good one. I love that one. <laughs> I loved that one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes to that. Okay, now, all right. Do you know what Transurban does? Uh, infrastructure, road, road, rail, sort of, or mainly road infrastructure, aren't they? They, they yeah. build bridges and tunnels and then, and then charge people to, to use them. Yeah. You've nailed it. You've nailed it. So for me, 
As an investment, this company is a no-brainer. I love it on the fundamentals and the growth and the outlook. But as a consumer, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Right? So this is one of the companies that I want to own in my portfolio or my client's portfolio because it's once you're on that down ramp, heading over the bridge or whatever it is, <laughs> you've got nowhere to go. It's priced in with inflation, so it doesn't matter what's going on with interest rates, unemployment, the macro doesn't really matter. It's a really well-run company. Um, you know, for me, personal experience, I drive down to Newcastle. I drive from Newcastle to Sydney, sorry, for uh, once a week. And I'm round tripping at, you know, at least sort of 60 bucks yeah, on right. average in wow. the peak hour of the morning because it's more convenient. It does shorten my trip. In terms of its FY23 result, the reason why I think it's a buy now or buy more of it is because it really delivered a really solid FY23 number and overall the share price has been a little bit lackluster this year. Like if you look at a year to chart date, it's sort of been range bound, but I think it's going to break through soon. Um, and the main pressure of the stock has been all the higgle de biggledy and movement in the bond market, which really um, affects these types of utility infrastructure companies. But if we look at the fundamentals of your strict back Transurban, it's trading on an implied equity IRR internal rate of return that stands for 9%. And an FY24 dividend um, of about 5%. So I think easily you could hit, you know, 15% or conservatively 10 to 15% upside in capital growth and collect your dividend along the way, which just makes me feel a little bit better paying my toll bills <laughs> being an investor. When you know you're going to get some back. It's instant. That's it's right. Like cash, it's like cash back on your tolls. That's it's exactly <laughs> right. That's why I'm into Transurban uh, at the moment. It's, it's a buy. They're buying it. <laughs> All right, we've got one more stock before the break. Uh, let's step on the gas, Candice. Woodside Energy Group, ASX, WDS, currently $32.03. Is it a buy or sell for you? This is an accelerate, 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 accelerate on the I gas. Like yeah, okay. this, is, this is a buy. If I can say strong buy, I will. Look, this is, this is my synopsis for this company. Cheap multiple, abundance of cash, rewarding shareholders, and demand not slowing. So... Structurally, you know, we need, we still need oil. It's not going to turn off overnight to meet all these uh, green ambitions that we have, which are getting pushed out actually to f beyond the current dates at the moment. Woodside is one of the world's biggest player in the oil industry. Um, they pretty much have operations in all four corners of the globe. And ever since BHP and the oil business merged with Woodside back in the second half of 2021, the company and the stock price has pretty much doubled. So that was a great move from Woodside's perspective. And the reason why oil and gas, in our opinion, you know, the prices are going to remain elevated is because demand is not falling as fast as the supply. It takes super long to get an oil refinery and you know full production into um into production i should say like 10 years plus so and look and all the big players like exxon chevron basically no one is putting on new supply so the bigger are just getting bigger and buying up smaller to medium sizes which i think woodside is well positioned to benefit that. So the market's getting smaller, their shares getting bigger. We like the stock. It has come off, you know, lately. It is going through a CapEx uh, re-rate, just means it, like everything else, cost of living, cost of doing business, everything is getting harder and harder. But solid business, like if you could think of, you know, lining up your favorite companies in a strong gust of wind, Woodside is not moving. It's just going to stay stable, right? So that's, an, that's that an interesting way of thinking about it. I like it. I like this kind of diverse thinking we're bringing on this show. It's good. 
How does your company hand, handle strong winds? Well, uh, it very does good. well. Yeah, very good. All right, excellent. Hey, why don't we, let's take a break here. Uh, on the other side, we're looking at Ulta Beauty, Novonix, and Candace's big call. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome back. I'm chatting to Senior Investment Advisor at Shore & Partners, Candice Burke. Candice, we've ripped through five stocks. We're about to crush another five. Starting with Metrics Income Opportunities Trust. That sounds like a passphrase generated by my password manager, just like a random collection of <laughs> words. Metrics, income, opportunities, trust, potato. Um, ASX MOT uh, currently trading at $2.13. Buy or sell, Candice? This one's a buy, so it's not yeah. random at all. Basically what Mott <laughs> does is they're exposed to mostly loans, notes and bonds in the corporate market. They're looking to generate a cash return of 7% per annum paid monthly or a total return 8 to 10% uh, net of fees throughout all the economic cycles. And that's exactly what Mott has done. So it's a listed investment trust. So Metrics is the manager, the brain behind Mott. And essentially it's just like it's a listed managed fund if you think of it that way. It's exactly what it is really. The reason why I think it's a buy is because we slice and dice these licks on the, the nav. Easy, easy with the, the lingo there. Candace. Sorry, sorry. We slice and dice these licks on the nav. I'm like, <laughs> sure. All right. So when you slice it up, what you get is the cost, Adam, per unit. Yeah. And that's coming okay. in around $2.13. And you were saying it's trading around $2.14, $2.13. Uh, $2.13, sorry. Yeah. So in fact, if you buy it today, you're buying it for fair value. Even better if you can buy it, you know, for two twelve. Like it's performed eight point eight percent per annum, and it's paid out nearly seven and a half percent per annum. So I like it because it's less volatile in terms of traditional buying stock and shares in a company. It's more defensive, and I think getting eight percent, seven percent on your return for little to no risk in terms of, you know, obviously read through what Mott actually invests in. Um, but bonds are a really exciting investment at the moment. That's why I wanted to throw in something a bit different right. than your typical company. Is this the, this is the kind of the kind of way to get into bonds then as a sort of just a retail investor? Yes, you can because typically to buy, you know, direct exposure into a bond, you need, you know, up to millions of dollars plus. Mm. Very good. So that's a buy for you. You want it? I want it. 
All right, next up, we're looking at Ulta Beauty, NASDAQ ULTA, currently $389.71. Uh, in doing my research for the show, Candice, I was reading about an Ulta Beauty store in Mississippi mm -hmm. that got robbed at gunpoint the other night, which was pretty scary stuff. Um, they couldn't identify the robber, though, because he was wearing a really nice beauty mask. Um, <laughs> staff reported that he did have exquisite fingernails. Though. And he had great skin as well, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, amazing skin. Yeah, that was the description for the sketch artist. That, that's, um, yeah, that, that's a scary moment. But I can, I can tell you that their fundamentals in their business is not scary at all. Oh, uh, nicely played. Well yeah, done. All right. yeah, yeah, uh, always spin it. So as you can tell, it's a beauty product or company. They've got retail stores, um, salon services, and also they have an e-commerce business arm. The company has come off calendar year 2023 to date, um, like a lot of retailers, but the fundamentals still look strong. And I think this is why if you haven't you know, looked at this company in particular, you probably never heard of it. It's a buying opportunity or topping up. It's profitable. It's kicking it on all of the fundamental financial metrics that I like to see. Uh, what I get excited the most about is their year-on-year -year EPS growth, the earnings per share growth, which is up 33% compared to its peers, which are all basically down. Yeah, right. And it's trading on a 14 times consensus EPS multiple, which translate means cheap for its average historical EPS guidance You know, over the last five years, normally around 23 times. So I believe that it's really well run. Um, it's out of love at the moment, so it could be a good time to buy or buy more. And they just are a solid beauty business, essentially, that are well diversified, mainly in North America and places like Mississippi, but they are branching out. <laughs> you never know, you might be shopping there one day. <laughs> Could be. I do love my beauty products. Uh, all right, so that's a buy for you. Let's go shopping. Next, we're looking at Novonix, ASX NVX, currently trading at uh, 73 cents, Candice. This is down 72% in the yep. past 12 months. Do yep. I smell opportunity here for Novonix? Yes, this one is not for the faint-hearted. This is highly speculative and, and more of a growth or high-growth investor. Okay. I've given you a lot of blue chips, solid cash cow businesses that are all profitable. This is more future-facing commodities. So think, you know, five years from now. Novonix, uh, basically they're in graphite and I would argue that that's the forgotten EV battery metal material. Lithium gets all the hype. It's like the popular girl in school, but graphite actually does a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to the construction of the battery itself. So bit of history about this one. You know, it has been listed. It's dual listed actually. So you can buy it on the Aussie and the New York market. They have a really excellent, probably you've never heard of, management team. So quality management and board, most of them are ex-Tesla experience, tick. Oh, yeah. The company is ideally positioned to really penetrate the North American market and also go into the Asian market, which we know is important for Elon's Teslas because they're all manufactured yep. there. They've got exposure to both synthetic and natural graphite. I won't go into that um, because that's, that's a whole other conversation. But if anyone's familiar with my voice, um, I did pitch it on Talk Money to Me probably about six months or so ago. Little seg there, you know, just go check out that episode. <laughs> like, you, yeah. Should, you absolutely should. Like, no, all jokes aside, definitely go and listen to Talk Money to Me. Yeah. So it, it's obviously not for the faint heart. It is more sort of small cap. But the commodities, so graphite itself is set to grow, you know, 15 times mm. um, from basically last year to 2024 to 2025. So that's, that's what I want to see in the commodity. And if you believe in analyst opinions, 
look, they, they're saying 250% upside to reach the price target of $2.55. So I'll take that any day. Yeah, nice. And I think graphite's also used in pencils. And the way my kids lose pencils, I think it's got the, like, this is going to moon. Graphite demand is going to surge if my kids' tracking of pencils is anything to go by. Uh, very good. We're going to the moon. All right, next up, we are looking at Amazon.com, uh, NASDAQ, AMZN, like I need to tell anybody. Uh, $143.56. Positive news for Amazon recently is deforestation is down 22%. Uh, sorry, that's in the Amazon. Uh, how's Amazon, the company, doing? <laughs> it's like, where are you going to go with this? <laughs> yeah, look, Amazon... If you've been living under a rock, welcome back mm. to the world. Thank you. That's nice to be here. They, <laughs> they reported probably one of the strongest beats that the, uh, in terms of profits and their third quarter earnings announcement. It was a knockout of the park, you know, solid across most of their areas. We saw improvement in retail, international retail and their AWS segment uh, with acceleration ad growth. Everyone thinks ad growth is dead. I argue that's not the case. And I think that management really cleverly here decided to tighten spending. So it's the year of efficiency. We're hearing more and more about this in the in the Magnificent Seven, but Amazon are doing it the best. This is just put in the portfolio, do not mm. look at it, you know, because yep. it's just going to keep earning for you. Right. And the street, I think, agrees with us because it's conservatively 20% upside for where we are today. And bulls like me will point to the strength in their AWS segment um, because post the, the headcount reductions and optimism surrounding, you know, customer pipeline, generation AI, um, related business growth, you know, re-acceleration, it's not a question of um, if, it's just when. Amazon is well positioned for that. It's a buy for me for Amazon. All right, finally, we have got the big call. Candice, uh, you might have found a gem here, I think. Precocious little tech startup called Microsoft. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, NASDAQ MSFT, currently $369.67. Buy or sell, Candice? This one's clearly a buy for me. Clearly a buy, yep. And I think uh, it could be the first $10 trillion company that we see. So that's my big call to leave you with. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. I, it was only like, feels like I, like two years ago, we were talking about the first trillion dollar company. Mm-hmm. And now you're now you're saying $10 trillion company. Yeah. So, so I really think that could happen. And, and everyone was, you know, pegging Apple to do it. Could still happen, but uh, more and more Microsoft is taking Apple's share right. in the biggest weighting of the S&P 500. Again, like Amazon, Microsoft smashed it out of the park. We all know it's the world's largest software company. Generates over $200 billion in annual revenue. That alone in fiscal 2023 is just amazing. It's in nearly every country that we can think of. So after a couple of quarters of margin compression, Microsoft has shifted its focus back to prioritizing spending, resulting in a more modest expense growth of 1.3% in the latest quarter. Uh, For me, this is a combination which has been really impressive in terms of their performance of 470 points on margin compression, uh, expansion, sorry, in the September quarter. That is massive. So what that translates to, Adam, is 
operating margins of 47%. Wow. Compared to still 40% last year, but it is still for a massive company. It is still growing and killing it on all areas. It's one of the most important companies on the market. You can't ignore it. And I think it's trading at, last time I looked, a future cash flow uh, multiple about 40 times, which I think is actually reasonable, giving the material upside in AI yet to be played out. So, And so, look, this stock for me, Adam, it's going one direction. $10 trillion is where it's going. That's right. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Uh, Candace, that's it for the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your insights. I uh, hope you had a good time here in the No Holds Bar. You enjoy it? I did. Can I have another drink? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's have a couple. Sounds uh, good. <laughs> would really love to know what you thought of the show. Uh, was it a buy or sell for you? Uh, head over to our Equity Mates socials pages, uh, leave a comment or flick us an email, contact at equitymates.com. Uh, let us know what you thought of the show. Uh, it is a six-part six series. There's enough interest, and I think we'll, we'll kick it off again next year. So, But, yeah, that's it for us for now. Candice, once again, thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye for now. See you soon. Thanks. You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. 